Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today's show is about something that we all go through at times as we progress on our spiritual paths as awakening souls. Yes, do you ever feel stuck? If you do, we have a few psychic energy tools to help you to move forward. So, when do we feel stuck? Well, when we're confused, when we don't know what to do about some situation in our life, when we're afraid of what's going to happen, if we do what we know we need to do, when we simply don't have a clue where we're going, or when we're in a situation, a relationship, or a job that's not allowing us to grow. There are a lot of different kinds of experiences in life that we could feel stuck or trapped or lost in, aren't there? But whatever the circumstances that may lead you to feel that way, that sense of being stuck is pretty much the same, isn't it? You think and feel that you are not moving in a forward direct in a forward direction toward your goals or fulfillment of some kind of completion. And of course, you're not happy when you're stuck. None of us are. Harump. Harump, that's right. Ah, uh, but is the converse true? Can you be stuck because you are unhappy? After all, how long were you unhappy before you decided you were stuck? Imagine yourself happily walking down the street on a gorgeous sunny afternoon, just like today in Sacramento. You're whistling a favorite tune, smiling at others. You pass along on your walk, enjoying the buds showing up on the trees. Then you step on an invisible something on the sidewalk and suddenly your feet are planted on the ground and you cannot take another step. Whoa! (laughs) At first you're not happy. You're just surprised. It didn't hurt or anything. It's just... A very unexpected turn of events. Hmm, what's going on, you think to yourself. You try lifting one foot off the ground and it's not going anywhere. It's glued down. You might even make faces at the passerby and shrug your shoulders saying, I have no idea what's happened here. You might still be laughing since it's a bit ridiculous, but then you stay that way. At one At what point do you start to worry that you're stuck and you haven't solved the problem of being glued to the sidewalk? See, you didn't get unhappy immediately. It took at least a bit of time before you started to worry and decided you were stuck in place and not going anywhere fast. (laughs) You stopped being the happy person you were before. It's when you stopped being happy with yourself with your life just as it is, that you started to worry and got increasingly unhappy. Of course, 
If, in this rather ridiculous example, you choose to be happy about having your shoes glued onto the sidewalk and decided that it was at least an interesting adventure, you wouldn't actually be stuck. You'd just be having an experience. And all experiences in life are ultimately for our learning, aren't they? Being happy with yourself during an experience, you'd learn something from that experience. So not only would you not feel stuck, you'd be progressing or moving forward happily in your life. Yet anytime we feel stuck in our own lives somehow, it's just not like that. We didn't decide that we were happy about the experience, did we? No, we were concerned, worried, and often downright scared. We might have asked ourselves repeatedly, what's going to become of me if I stay like this or stay in this situation? And the longer we are in that situation or condition, the more afraid and concerned we become. So feeling stuck is not an actual event. It is our state of mind. It's the result of what we put into or hold onto in our mind or consciousness. It's not really the event, situation, condition, or person that we're experiencing that is the cause of our stuckness, is it? It's just a decision we make about what we're experiencing. We're never stuck until we decide that we are stuck. And when we decide we're stuck, we're the one keeping ourselves stuck. So, what can you do when you're feeling or thinking that you're stuck? <laughs> you know, uh, this ridiculous imaginary situation of walking down the street and whistling happy, and, and then all of a sudden, your feet are glued to the, you know, sidewalk. Well, that may sound ridiculous, but that's never happened to me. But there was a time where I was sitting in in this little, uh, it was actually a writer's workshop with about 30 people in the class. I wasn't part of the class. I ran into somebody who invited me to come and check it out. So I was cautious. I, I sat on this nice comfy chair right out, right before, right after I get in the big house by the front door. And everybody else is in kind of the living room or parlor or whatever you call that room. Uh, about 30 young people, all college students studying this writing class. And the teacher is giving a talk. Well, I'm sitting in this comfy seat by the, by the front door. So if I decide, oh, I don't want to stay here. It's not interesting or whatever. I could just quietly leave without interrupting anything. Well, I'm watching and listening, and after a while, I decide, no, this is not my cup of tea. It's, you know, it, it might have been very interesting for some people who are interested in some uh, novelists of a certain century in in America. And But I, at that time, I wasn't that interested, so I thought, I'll just quietly leave. Well, guess what? I couldn't. Literally. Uh, there's no you know, glue or epoxy or anything like that. This was not a gag. You know, sometimes you hear about in, in uh, frat houses or something, and they, they do a gag and they glue stuff on the chair when you sit down. And after a while, 
it's stuck and you can't get off the chair. Well, this was no clue. It was invisible force. I could not stand up. I, I was using my arms and hands to push myself off of the seat. But I'm glued to the seat. Literally, it's just I can't get up. And so I wasn't unhappy. I, I'm just going, whoa, what is going on? <laughs> it, it was very, this, something like this has never happened to me before then, or since then, actually. This is the only time that I could recall. Just cannot, and I don't want to make a big scene or anything and make a lot of noise. So I'm doing this quietly by myself, by the front door, <laughs> while everybody else is listening to this lecture. And nothing I did worked. So I just gave up. I said, okay, well, I guess I'm going to be here for a while. Might as well enjoy the workshop. So I started just relaxing and listening to the, the teacher. And next thing, this person stands up, this woman in the middle of the class, one of the students, stands up and starts to kind of twirl and whirl in the middle of the class while the teacher is still teaching. And she points her fingers at everybody and she starts to make this announcement. She goes, a really strange thing happened to me last night. And everybody's just going, whoa, where'd she come from? Totally out of context. And she goes, my roommate. So it, it wasn't even about her. She goes, my roommate had a weird thing done to her called a psychic reading. Isn't that weird? And guess what? That's what I was there for. Is I was, at the time, this was when I was 20 years old, I was in search of something. I didn't even know. I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't know what I was looking for. I knew I was looking for a teacher. I was looking for something or someone to teach me about something I needed to know that I didn't know what it was about. <laughs> and the minute she said she, her roommate had this psychic aura reading at a psychic institute, I knew that's what I need to find out about. And I did. And I went, and there was a time before cell phones and everything, so I went to a phone booth. And, oh, the funny thing is, once I realized... The glue was gone. The glue, the invisible <laughs> glue was gone. I got right up, and I, I was surprised. I thought, whoa, I wasn't nailed down to the seat anymore. I couldn't get up. And I quietly went out the front door, went to a phone booth, looked up uh, the you know any kind of psychic institute and school, whatever, found one, and went there. <laughs> so that's how I found my teacher. That's how I found my early beginning training in being clairvoyant. Isn't that interesting? But if if I wasn't in the space I was in and I got all discombobulated because this invisible force was keeping him keeping me in this chair and I thought, oh no, I'm really stuck. I it's poor me. It's bad. And what am I gonna do? And this is ruining my day. If I went that route 
guess what? I probably wouldn't have even heard this woman stand up and talk about this completely irrelevant thing. At least irrelevant to the class, but not irrelevant to me. This is the amazing way spirit really works. But, you know, going back to Raphael asking that question, what can you do when you're feeling or thinking that you're stuck? Well, the first step comes right from what Raphael was just talking about. Do we end up feeling stuck because we're unhappy already? Yes, I I definitely say yes, that's the case. Because in my experiences in life, as well as clairvoyantly observing thousands of people going through some kind of feeling stuck, being unhappy, always preceded any sense of stuckness. You know, I I probably didn't feel stuck in that event of mine when when I actually physically was stuck (laughs) because I wasn't unhappy. I was a happy camper, right? And I didn't let the situation get me unhappy. I wasn't worried. I was just amused that Whoa, this is a strange thing that's happening to me. (laughs) After all, when we're happy, we never feel stuck, do we? I've never heard myself say, Oh boy, I feel so stuck in this job that I'm so happy doing. (laughs) Right? No. It's always been, if I feel stuck in any way, shape, or form, I was already unhappy about something. And then, you know, something becomes a scapegoat to blame on that that I'm happy, unhappy because of this thing. No, I was already unhappy. Ah, the big catch here in unsticking yourself is first choosing that you are happy with yourself, even if the situation you find yourself in is less than pleasant. Can I get a little smile? <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Grrr. <laughs> bah humbug. Are you determined to be unhappy for the principle of it all? How can I be uh, happy when I'm feeling so stuck, you might ask? Well, if choosing that you are happy in spite of what's happened to you or where you find yourself is a bit too big of a leap, then... I'll settle for a smile, a little laugh. Are you willing to laugh a bit and be amused at what you've stepped in? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Literally or metaphorically. If I can be amused about not only having been dead, but having had emergency uh, open heart surgery and having had our entire savings wiped out from all my medical bills upon my return, You should be able to get yourself to be willing to laugh a little and find a little humor when life seems to throw you a few heartbreaking and often heartbreaking curveballs. Hey, our first break is coming right up. And Michael, hold that thought because we're going to let you talk some more about this. I'm sure everybody's waiting for the answer. But we'd like to invite you, as we do um, at every radio show that we give, our next events, and coming up on Saturday, April 13th, is a teleclass for everyone. Now what? 
Psychic Tools for Taking Your Next Step. That's at 10 a.m. to noon Pacific Time. It'll be a perfect next step from what we're exploring in this show today, and you'll learn simple but powerful psychic tools and how to use them to help you take your next step in life and on in your spiritual growth. Get all the details in the April events calendar on our website, michaeltamura.com, and that's T-A-M-U-R-A, michaeltamura.com. And you can sign up there by calling our office at 530-926-2650, Monday through Friday during normal business hours, Pacific time. When we return in a couple minutes, we'll continue with Feeling Stuck, Psychic Energy Tools to Move Forward. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Something beautiful is happening on Mondays here each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, along with her holy team, The Collective, when they'll share messages that guide you, heal you, and remind you that you are divine. Rachel loves introducing people to their own angels, and now she is here each week to do just that and so much more. Catch the show, You Are Divine, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you a game changer in disguise? Are you tired of waking up every day saying, they soar like eagles and I'm stuck in the nest? Well, wonder no more. It's time to soar. Of the world's millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, almost all started with at least one unique idea. Join Crystal for a controversial look at triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a fun, financially free life with their successful guests. Listen to Soaring with Eagles, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on voice america empowerment and get ready to soar become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you are listening to living the miracle michael and Raphael would love to hear from you reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141 Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we've been offering you some psychic energy tools to help you move forward whenever you're feeling stuck. And we will give you psychic energy tools, but we're still chit-chatting about it a little bit. I love this example that Michael has used about the glue being glued to the sidewalk and trying to figure out how to move forward. I actually had an incident like that happen as well. And um, Michael was talking just before the break about his 
various heart issues and, and surgeries and stuff. And on his most major one that happened in 2011, it just so happens that um, <clears throat> we had just gotten a couple of 12-week-old kittens, and we'd had, had them five days. And I had allowed them to be in one room in the house for those five days because the house we lived in at the time was huge. And I knew they were going to get lost in the house for a while when I let them out. So I had decided that was the day to let them out. And so when, I don't know, it was 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, rolled around, I went, okay, now is the time. And I stood in front of the door and started to reach to open the door. And that happened to me. I, <laughs> I could not... I could not grab that doorknob. And it was one of those easy ones. I could have elbowed it or whatever um, because it it wasn't a round doorknob. It was one of those handle ones. And I'm standing there going, there is no reason in this world why I can't open this door and let these kittens out. And so I sort of talked myself out of listening to that glue that was holding me back. Mm. And I kind of wrenched myself free physically from it, just went, okay, I'm going to do this thing. And I opened the door. The cats were out in two seconds flat, disappeared into the house, and then the phone call came that told me Michael was in the hospital and it was his most serious event. And I had to, I was going to be gone for many hours. So I think Spirit was really, really trying to help me not have to deal with having to go look for the kittens at that moment (laughs) that I was going to be told uh, that Michael was in this very serious condition. So uh, believe me, when that happens now, I listen to it. So sometimes you actually do feel that uh, push to not do something when your intention is to do it. And sometimes there's a very good reason, and you just have to let your psychic abilities and your intuition guide you in that way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, the minute you decide, I'm stuck. You know, ah, you are. <laughs> That's how powerful you are. We we are. We all are. And we're creative spiritual beings. We're creating all the time. So when we have an experience and we judge that experience as bad, as as scary, as no good, as a failure, I'm stuck. You know, I should be able to do this. Like Raphael said, you know, I should be. There's nothing keeping me from opening this, you know, door. I'm going to do it no matter what. And now there are times where it's important to not just roll over because you do something once and it doesn't work and you give it up. No, you have to have that stick to itness and commitment that you're going to follow through on stuff. But... How do you do that? If you find you're trying to force yourself, you're, you know, I'm going to use my total willpower to make it happen. Ah, usually it doesn't end well. <laughs> and and so, so uh, uh, in Raphael's case, hey, you know, she had the presence of mind and she goes, what's priority? Okay, kitties are on their own for a few minutes. She called in help and got one of the people to help her who had a key to the house and and says i have to go to the hospital michael's in trouble uh would you find the kittens from the house and put them back into their safe space and so she had help to do that so she can you know go without uh worrying about the kittens so 
But back to, oh, how come I was in the hospital? <laughs> I had dropped dead. That's one of the times when it took, uh, uh, on the one hand, it was very uh, amazing because because apparently in the gym that I was working out when I just died, my heart stopped, I went, you know, cold turkey, so to speak. And there was a young man who was a trained uh, he was in training to be a paramedic, but he was also already a licensed uh, medic and EMT. And so he heard about it, and his mother was the manager of the gym. <laughs> so, I mean, it just went bam, 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 bam. According to them, uh, he was, you know, trying to get upstairs, and he was in downstairs and went the wrong place, and came about, had to go to the other side of the building. So a lot of things was preventing people from getting to me right away. But by the time he got there and he checked me out, he said, you know, I was in premature uh, rigor mortis because I had been already been dead for a while. He couldn't get any respiration, heartbeat, nothing. And he tried CPR. Well, to get to the CPR part, he had to untangle me out of the equipment I was in. So that Talk took, about being stuck. Yeah, that's that's being stuck. <laughs> and so but I didn't have to get myself unstuck. He did. So he had to get help from downstairs where there was another medic, trained medic. So he came. They got me out of the tangle. Well, by that point, and he checked, still no heartbeat, no respiration. And... They flattened me out on the floor so they can start CPR. It took over 10 minutes before they can even start CPR. And and then, meanwhile, the manager's calling 911. She had to call them twice. <laughs> Must have been Mercury retrograde. Yeah, <laughs> like now. <laughs> People were going crazy. Fortunately, I wasn't anywhere near that to, to know any better. <laughs> but so that's the kind of situation but that I was in. And that's just the third time. There are two other times, not as dramatic and everything, but five times altogether where I had near-death experiences. And having to spend six months to over three years to really come back here, each time I dropped dead, because it requires a lot of physical rehabilitation, at least in my case. And so that's a lot of hard work. And that's a lot of difficulty because I every single time I had to start from scratch. I mean, literally, learning to walk. You know, my goal, my first goal each time was to be able to walk around the inside of the living room right around the coffee table, 10 times. I mean, notice, that's, that's baby steps, right? And, and so, and that's going from being really fit. <laughs> and I can go on physically and, and everything energetically for a long time at that point, but not after I come back. Huh? I can barely walk around the living room with assistance a couple of times. So that's where I had to go back to and start from scratch every time. That's, that's difficult, you know? And it's not a lot of fun unless you decide you're going to make it fun. So 
we're always learning and progressing. When these things happen, I never got myself to feel like I'm stuck. Oh no, this again. I had a fleeting version of that when I healed over the fifth time when I was jogging. (laughs) Needless to say, I'm forbidden from jogging, (laughs) running, (laughs) or doing that kind of stuff. But, and, and, uh, uh, you know, exercise is supposed to be healthy for you, right? <laughs> it can kill you. But anyway, after I came to on my own, well, not on my own, I have the, what I call the paramedics in the box, the little device, ICD, in my chest that the cardiologist said, you know, I, I think you need to put one of these in. So I had another surgery to put that in, and that zapped me back here before I was completely dead. And so so uh, I come to, and uh, it takes a while because you don't know what's going on, and and you don't even know that... This one is number five you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is the fifth one. You don't even know that you're on the ground. There's no such thing as ground. It, it takes a while when I come back to go, oh, oh, this is the ground. I'm on the ground. Because when you die, you're not you're not the body, you're spirit. So as spirit coming in, you're like a newborn. It's like, oh, what is this? Different experience. You don't have names for anything. You don't identify this is the ground, that's the sky. Things like that. It takes a while and then boom. Once I click in, I go, oh, and then what am I doing on the ground? And what's all this blood? (laughs) All that kind of stuff starts to pop up. Well, after it connected into, oh, yeah, I'm back here. The first thought I had was, oh, no, this again. And I'm looking at at least six months of getting back on on track, uh, at least on a physical health level. And I'm going, okay, but it only I allowed myself to be there for just a few seconds. And and then I said, okay, I just made a decision. I have to take my next step, which is start to rehabilitate. Okay. So to start moving forward. Start moving forward. <clears throat> so it, I know, probably better than most people, it's just a decision. It's always a decision that begins everything. And and it's your imagination. We've had that topic in a uh, earlier episode in full, but imagination is where it always starts. So I could imagine, oh no, this is a failure. I'm stuck again. This is bad. You know, all that stuff. Or I could imagine, okay, I immediately imagine it's not going to take me that long to be able to walk around the around the coffee table in the living room this time 10 times and it didn't mm-hmm. after about a day i was able to do that and after another couple of days i was able to walk up and down uh, our driveway uh, several times and and then after a couple of weeks i was walking uh, you know a short walk 
Okay. I want to bring up something else, too, and that is that a lot of times those of you who are psychically and spiritually oriented, you might think um, when the same thing keeps happening over and over again that there's something wrong with you. Please let go of that thinking. It is not correct. A lot of times you're given the same, what appears to be the same lesson over and over again is because you're learning different things in each experience. Like Michael said many times about his near-death experiences that each one of them, when he was out of the body and, and out there in the, the spirit world, it was different each time. So he he knew that as, as a soul and aware and was aware enough to bring it back in with him when he woke back up from each incident. Yeah, it's life mastery practices. And, I mean, have you ever heard in a rehearsal or a dance choreographer telling dancers or in a symphony conductor uh, in an orchestra telling the musicians, okay, once more from the top, right? Yeah. You hear that all the time, actors, uh, dancers, performers of all kinds. Okay, that was good. That was good. Once more from the top. And you have to do it for the hundredth time. Sometimes there's corrections given. Practicing it hundred times, the same exact movement, same exact piece. Athletes go through that too. Are those dancers or musicians, athletes, actors stuck and not progressing? Of course not. They're learning, just like in life. We're learning, and sometimes we learn a lesson in one take. And at other times, it may take repeating the lesson in different ways a thousand times just to get a start, you know, just to get a handle on it. Huh. The more difficult the lesson, the more difficult the music, the more difficult the dance choreography, probably, chances are, the dancers, the musicians, going to have to do it more times to learn it correctly. Yeah, it's just life is, you know, in life there are no real failures or mistakes, just experience and learning. So I would say your first psychic energy tool to go to whenever you feel even a slight stuck is lighten up, be amused, laugh a little bit. Especially at yourself. That's an energy tool because amusement is the first level of energy at which you can affect positive change. It's a psychic tool because it can only come from within you as a creative being, a soul. A student years ago gave us a little hanging mirror decoration we still have that says, laughter is the sunlight of the soul. And I agree. Now, as you get into a little amusement, concurrently ground yourself. Remember, you could even do it now, but just, you know, you just close your eyes for a moment and then imagine that tree trunk from your first chakra, just about three quarters of an inch above the tip of your tailbone in your body. Energy disc, right? All the way to the center of the earth, that tree trunk grounding cord. Huh. And let go all the energies that are not yours and that you can't use. 99% of any confusion you might experience is because you're trying to solve or figure out someone else's energy that you're holding on to, thinking they're your problem. 
Grounding will help you in so many ways, not the least of which is getting you back into your body and centered in yourself rather than in others and the world around you. Well, it's almost time for our second break. So um, we do have our announcement to make, and this is an important one. We wanted to let you know that on Monday, April 8th at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, note this, April 8th, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, we will be guests on the angel communicator, psychic medium, and spiritual teacher, Rachel Corpus's radio show called You Are Divine, right here on Voice America Empowerment Channel. This will be the first time we'll be interviewed on another wonderful weekly show on the Empowerment Channel, so it'll be a lot of fun. Plus, it'll be the three of us psychics together. Join us for this very special show. When we return, we'll continue with Feeling Stuck, Psychic Energy Tools to Move Forward, and Michael will continue with those tools. We both will. See you in a couple minutes. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com There are lots of unanswered questions about life's problems, and this is especially true about spiritual life. Why can't we see God? Why is there evil in this world? Why does God let bad things happen to us and to others? Can we get divine help? Join Carl Mollison and co-host Brian Kelly for Get Wisdom. They have new answers from the Almighty you need to hear. And listening could definitely change your life. Tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your hosts, Colleen Biggs and Sabina Ramsey, speak with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back. Today's topic is feeling stuck. If so, here are a few psychic energy tools to help you move forward. 
You know, I think feeling stuck is one of the things that everybody kind of dreads. <laughs> it's like doing laundry. I have to be stuck right now. But, you know, being stuck, actually learning how to get unstuck is one of the ways we do work our lessons in this life. Recognizing that we're stuck, using using our tools and saying, hey, you know what, I am stuck. And there are various options I have. I'm not stuck forever here. And I know, especially the younger you are and the more dramatic the situation is, um, it's being stuck feels like it is going to be forever. But it never is. It never is. Even a person who's in the worst situation who ends up dying, they're not stuck. They get to move forward. And so you have to remember that in every, you know, those little things we get upset about when we're when we're stuck and don't seem to have an answer. So Michael was just talking about the grounding. This is something we teach over and over again because it's a foundation tool that we feel is extremely valuable. Being here with the body, being here in life helps you to look at what that stuckness is and allows you to know that there's not just one or two answers to that stuckness. And if you start to use your intuition, you can start to see the options or the creativity you have to get through that stuckness and that lesson. So Michael was talking about grounding. What else do you have for us, Michael? Well, you know, a little bit on what you were just saying. When you feel that stuckness, again, it's all really misinterpretation of what life is about ah just like i said you know uh musicians athletes and actors and everybody it's okay let's try this again you're learning every step you make progress well let's say an athlete that's let's say trying to do his personal best by high jumping you know more than whatever a number of feet and doesn't do it, doesn't do it, doesn't do it. No matter, he's practicing every day, doesn't make the goal. Well, that's normal, right? When we're, when we're trying to break our own limit, we can get close, we almost there, we match it even, but we didn't get past it yet. Sometimes it takes a long time, a lot of practice, a lot of refinement to be able to do one step better than we did the best we've ever done before. Ah, but if you use that against yourself and going, I still am failing. I'm still not there. This I'm is my st- limit. Yeah, I'm stuck here. I've been stuck here for a year. Then, well, then you are. Not because you are, but because you decided you are. But if you're going, okay, hey, I'm getting the hang of this. Oh, this getting to this point is becoming easier. Before, I was able to do it once in five years. But now, I'm getting close to or right at that same limit regularly. That's progress. That's your, you're really moving forward. But if you consider that to be stuck because you haven't broken the record yet, then you're stuck. You invalidate yourself. So grounding, being in amusement is number one. Just you got to 
Lighten up a little bit at least. Smile a little bit. Oh, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I wanna, I'd rather beat myself up because I'm so angry at myself for being stuck here. No. No, you have to be your best cheerleader. You have to be encouraging to yourself going, okay, yep, I'm in this situation that I don't really like. But life You're going to have lots of situations you like and lots of situations you don't like. Lots that are easy and fun and lots that are difficult and maybe not so fun. So you have to make it fun for yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to want to do it. And if you try to run away from it, it's not going to happen, right? Okay, so somehow you got to get yourself back on the horse, if you will. Riders go through this all the time. They get... They're writing day after day after day, and they run out of ideas. They, they get stuck, they feel. I can't write. I don't have anything inspiring. Oh, this sentence I wrote is for the birds. Ooh, my favorite is having your brain spaghetti, yeah. where you're writing yourself into a little spiral and you can't get out. <laughs> and, and, you know, if, especially if you're a good writer, you read it over and it's terrible. You know, a first grader could have written better than that. And you get, if you use that to beat yourself up, then you're still not going to write. It's, it's the same. You just have to go, okay, that's that. And you can ask yourself, this is another tool. Ah, what am I to learn from this? Oh, look at how frustrated I am in this situation. Maybe I need to learn to lighten up and not be so hard on myself. To, to be on my own team instead of against my team. It's almost like letting go of it a little bit. Yeah, it's like let loose a little bit, right? So amusement and then grounding, that stabilizes you. That allows you to take a step here on earth right now. Be aware. Another thing, another tool is be in the center of your head. Those of you who've heard this, you know, heard us many times in these shows, we talk about that a lot too, because that's so fundamental. If you're not in the center of your head, oh, and the center of your head isn't the geographical center of your head. You don't have to measure with a, you know, ruler exactly what's the dead center of your head. No, the center of your head is where you never change as You, the eternal, immortal soul, spirit. And those of you who've been practicing this long enough, at a certain point, you start to see a little light there. And when you do that, you need to congratulate yourself because when you see that little pinpoint at first, a pinpoint of light, when you're practicing being in the center of your head, that light is you. That's the real you. You are the light of the world. You are the light and the life of not only the party, but of your body, right? Without you, the body's a corpse. Yeah. And so with you, you're a person, you're, you're alive. Okay. So center of your head. The more you practice it, the more you start to find your true awareness and your neutrality. Because you know when you're in the center of your head, even just a little pinpoint of you, 
that pinpoint becomes totally quiet, totally at peace, because, oh, nothing's changing. It's not going up and down, good and bad. No, it's just totally at peace. Then, when you're feeling stuck, you're grounded, you're in the center of your head, those two especially. Then imagine an image of a rose out in front of you. And once you practice this with your eyes closed enough, and it becomes like second nature, then you could do it with your eyes open too. It's no big deal. But you imagine that rose, image of a rose, maybe a foot in front of your forehead. And then decide that all the energy you have in your head that's not yours at the time, right now if you're doing this, goes into that rose. And imagine the energy that's in your head that's not yours, that's leaving your head, that you're letting go of, everybody else's energy. Imagine seeing it in various colors or shapes or whatever and going, flowing into that rose image. Then, when that rose fills up with the all this energy that was in your head, explode the entire thing with the energy in it, the rose with the energy in it. Just imagine it exploding. Yeah, just imagine it being a flash of light and neutralizing, dispersing. And then, check in with the being aware in the center of your head and notice any subtle differences in your energy, space, and awareness now. Don't go back to, but I, I was stuck, but I have this problem, but this is not working. No, that's past time. Get into the present, right here, right now. Okay? Then, as you start to regain more of your own space to be, your own psychic inner space to be yourself, remind yourself that whatever you feel stuck about, it's all just energy. And then create another image of a rose in front of you and decide to let go of all the energy that you have felt like you've been stuck on. Whatever it is. You don't have to figure it out. You just have to call it out. It's going, okay, I'm just going to let go of any of the energy that I've been feeling like I've been stuck on. Yeah, You're not giving it a name, identity, you know, an answer, anything. You're just going, whatever the energy that I've been stuck on inside of me, I'm going to just let it go and let it go into the rose and see it. Imagine it moving out of you into that rose. And as you start to practice that, you're going to actually start to be able to read some of that energy and know exactly what it is. But in the beginning, don't worry about that. Just imagine, oh, there's some grayish-pink energy coming out. Oh, there's some yellow coming out. There's some kind of ugly green coming out. Okay, and that goes into the rose. Oh, there's some black and brown and dark blue in there, too. Okay, that's fine. Those are all different kinds of vibrations of energy. See it go into that rose. Once it's in there, go, gotcha, great, all right. Kaboom! Imagine the whole thing exploding in a flash of light. Let it all go. As you do this a few times, you could do it as many times or as few times as you want, but you'll pay attention to it. See what happens. You'll also notice that, oh, 
you've been in judgment about your situation or condition or experience that you, quote unquote, been stuck on. Ah, being stuck is a judgment. Ah, when you decide, I am stuck, that's like saying, I am no good. I am a failure. I cannot heal myself. I can't heal myself. I can't change. I'm stuck. That's all judgment. And it's all made up. It's all made up in your imagination. It's not the truth. Judgment is never true. Okay? So, when you notice any kind of judgments popping up in your mind, throw that into the rose. Create another rose. And throw that into the rose as well. And, and then, again, imagine it exploding. So, when you start to practice letting go of judgments putting judgments into the image of a rose, and then imagine the whole thing exploding and you're letting it go. See you. God bless. Bye-bye. <laughs> ah, you don't have to be in the judgment. That's just your choice. And again, stuckness. If you stay stuck, if you stay believing you're stuck, that's called being a victim. Being stuck means I'm powerless to change. I'm powerless to make a decision. I can't make a new decision. I'm going to stay stuck in the old decision that I'm stuck, in the old decision that I haven't gone anywhere, I, in the old decision I can't do anything right, all that stuff. No, and those decisions are all based on judgment that are not true. Okay? So that's, once you start to get that, it becomes, you're not going to be stuck. No matter what you're going through in life, you're going to see it for what it is instead of see it as a failure, stuckness, uh, invalidation of who you are, anything like that. Huh. I know several people right now, personally, that's going through where it seems like everything in their life is falling apart. Finances, jobs, marriages, all kinds of stuff. And it's getting to the point of ridiculousness. And they're able to go, they're laughing, saying, oh, because they saw through all that. They didn't pin themselves down to make themselves a failure. They looked at it and they go, oh my God, this is everything I've been asking for. I haven't, I wanted to get out of all of these things. And I didn't want to do any of these things. I wanted to move forward. I wanted to change my life. I wanted to heal myself. And these are the things that I've been holding on to, I'm letting it go. So that's amazing, isn't it? Yes, it is. And their life is starting to change for the better. So are you willing to give back to yourself more of what you felt you lost? Great. Remember, it's all energy. Just give yourself golden suns full of life force energy, new energy, and celebrate your life. Once again, we're at the end of our show. Wow, that went fast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something you can use in your daily life. Join us again next Wednesday for our episode, Growing Spiritually. It's not what happens, it's how you respond. Kind of the next step to this show. 
Also, our next seminar weekend is in the L.A. area and will be on May 4th and 5th. Mark your calendars. Make sure to check out our website, events listing for May, for all the details and to sign up. Please continue to help us awaken more souls to their intuition and their own truth. Let people know about our weekly show. It's the more the merrier when it comes to waking up. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.